What is the thing that we can all do to really support the growth and development of this child and raise their own belief in what's possible? The educational landscape has shifted. The social mobility is very segregated. Therefore, politically, the same thing is happening. The decisions you make around that child's education are of paramount importance. What can we do that would make educators' lives better? How do we make change that you can see in the classroom? They don't have summers off. They're not on a break. Most of the time that kids are not in school, teachers are still working. To impact our urban public schools, to impact the life of a child. We really wanted to elevate the profile of our city as well as elevate the opportunities that exist in education here. I'm Jen Maestas, and you're listening to Miss Education. Hi, guys. Thanks for joining us today. I'm sitting at the table with Jenny and Veronica and Jennifer Benavides and Lizzie Bettis, and we are super excited to be here. Um, And we are going to spend some time today thinking through our theme for this season, which is having some reliable personal mantras. And uh, last week, we talked about just reminding ourselves and each other that we are not alone. And this week, we thought we would bring into the conversation a mantra that sounds like you have to name it to tame it. And this is a new not mantra to me, but I really appreciated it um, because I'm a, I'm a feelings stuffer. I don't always name my feelings, which means they stir around in my head for a little while before I'm willing to say like, okay, this is what's really bothering me. So I am the person that is like the um, stereotypical comic strip thing that says like, what's wrong? Or how are you? And I'm always like, I'm good. I'm fine. Everything's great. Um, Even though I might actually be having an internal panic attack, I will still say I'm good. Um, just because, well, I don't know, there's probably a thousand reasons that I'm like that. Chiefly, I don't want to burden somebody with <laughs> what's really happening inside of my wacky head. Um, but thank you. Um, I do know though, that there are some safe places for me to do that. And this table is one of them. So, you know, yeah. even today, I, when we walked in the door, we generally will sit and talk and catch up for a little while before we get started. And by a little while, I mean like two, three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I know I can say like, guys, I am not okay. Like this week was not okay. I'm going to be okay. But right now my head is still spinning because there's a lot of things going on. Um, and when I, I will say like, when I say it out loud, I do, I know it's manageable. When I don't say it out loud, it feels really, really unmanageable. Um, and we're super excited today because Lizzie's joined us. So Lizzie is on our advisory council. We freaking love Lizzie. Ooh, I freaking love y'all, man. <laughs> it's like time did not pass. No. If you don't know Lizzie, it's Lizzie Bettis. She has an LLC. She's a consultant. Um, she is an avid Brené Brown trainer. She hosts many, many workshops across the city with lots of different organizations. Um, and she's a brainiac. Like I just, every time I talk to her, I feel smarter. We, you, no, I guess how I feel. I right? feel it. I am smarter. <laughs> like we're smarter when we sit down yes. at the table with Lizzie. Um, so writing shit down as she talks. <laughs> exactly. 
Exactly. So um, I don't know, like, let's just kick it off with what does name it to tame it mean to everybody at this table? Who wants to go first? Jump in. <laughs> so it made me think when you were talking that we easily do not take the time or give the space to truly respond to the question, how are you doing? Like that's your typical, oh, good, great. You know, and we've been taught that. And mm -hmm. there's this, I don't know, myth that if we say it out loud, the, the real truth of how I'm feeling, that it somehow emboldens it, but it actually gives the power away. Mm -hmm. um, and so I, I love a lot of Mark Brackett's work with the mood meter and the ruler approach and being able to say what color you're, you're at and you plot um, yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> that just came to my head. Uh, check yourself before you wreck yourself. But it's like you're plotting your feelings yeah. of where you stand. And, and we, as humans, Brene Brown says this all the time, we, we know what mad, happy, uh, right. sad are. Like we're really good at those three emotions. <laughs> But there's like 40 plus emotions exactly. out there, if not more than that. And mm -hmm. being emotionally literate is very, very important. And especially through virtual capacity, which our teachers and educators are experiencing right mm -hmm. now. So if, if we can apply the rule approach that Mark Brackett uses and fall into that name it to tame it, that mm -hmm. what he's saying is if you can recognize, understand, label, express, and regulate your emotions, then it helps other people who are in the room to be able to say, you know how I'm feeling? I'm actually feeling angry. Actually, no, I'm not angry. I am regretful or I'm humiliated. I'm embarrassed, but it feels like anger because I haven't managed it or regulated it well. So when I think of name entertainment, of course, Dan Siegel comes to mind and flipping the lid and the limbic system, but it just makes me think that we haven't given due diligence to emotional literacy. We have a chance now mm -hmm. because we're in, in that sort of place virtually uh, where things are weird. How do, yeah. you, how do you read yeah. through the screen? But it's also not just weird, but it's also a chance for us to actually see a face and get really good at identifying, is that person content? Are they yeah. uh, really disillusioned? Are they energetic? And it, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a chance to get down to the nitty gritty of feelings mm -hmm. so that we can take it. And there are so many feelings right now. Like I'm just evaluating all the things that have happened in the last week. And it, you know, we've had like, obviously snow vid last week mm. where we were all shut in and most of us didn't have running water or electricity. And that was that was frustrating and I felt so inconvenienced. And at the same time as feeling inconvenienced, I also felt like uh, a reckoning with my own privilege, yeah, you know, where sure. I'm like, damn, there's a lot of people who probably experience this pretty regularly for whatever reasons, because their, their home situation is unstable or they're, they're worried about how they're prioritizing which bills to pay every month. And they're, they're running through this cycle pretty regularly. And I'm mad about it because this is disrupting my ease and convenience. Mm. And so that weighed heavy with me too. And then also feeling like, I don't even know, I'm trying really hard to manage my own family. And yet I know there's a great need in our city and I'm not really doing anything about that. 
right mm. now. I'm just managing my own family. Oh, but see, like, that's, I, I very much appreciate you saying that because I don't know about you guys. I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this. I, I think there's this sort of microscopic expectation. Like everybody's looking, especially at educators right now. Mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, let's, let's thank them. And everybody thanks them. And then the next day we turn around and shit on them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why are we not really giving teachers and educators a break and, and instead of putting the microscope on them and watching every little move they make because you just hit the nail on the head. Oh, wait, we got to take care of self and we got to take care of our students. Mm-hmm. And then there's this whole other community. So where's, like, there's a rub there. There's a big rub. I mean, I, I've had to tell myself, I've had to give myself limits on social media because most of the people that I am friends with on any platform think very much like me. And I, I feel an immense pressure Mm -hmm. to like amplify the messages, you know what I mean? And to like stand in the gap for people Mm -hmm. who may or may not have the opportunity or the privilege to state their case. I feel this immense pressure to do that. And I don't, I, I don't, I'm not sure I'm living up to my own expectation on like what I should be doing. And then I get trapped into like this thinking of should, like I should be posting more regularly. I should be, I should be speaking out against ERCOT and I should be, you know, like I should be volunteering at the food bank and I should be, and then I'm just like, it just compounds the stress that I'm already feeling about finding fucking bananas at H-E-B for my kids. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I can't, how am I going to do it all, do all the things? Like I don't have milk and I'm worried about, I don't know. Well, that was just my your, immense. Yeah. I, Cause I'm so glad you pulled that out. I, I think we can all attest to that. I'm curious to hear from Jennifer as a principal of a campus right now and the huge responsibility of, Oh, I got to take care of myself, my family. Mm-hmm. Oh, and my school. And then the community members mm-hmm. who attend my, you know, whose kids attend my school. Like, what's that pressure been like as a sole responsibility lies in the hands of the principal, right? Yeah. Everybody's looking at mm-hmm. you. Yeah, so it's like a moment-by-moment play-by-play um, <laughs> where you're literally, like, just... You can't even think about tomorrow or next week. You're just trying to survive the day yeah. emotionally, right? Yeah. Um, it's not even all of the things... Um, as a principal, when we came back, I was real quick to check on my teachers, but to meet with my admin team to say, what are the absolute musts mm. that we have to do the next two weeks? What are the things that just have to get done because it's a legal binding thing that we can't just skirt around or we can't wait on? Um, and we did. We came together as a team. We first talked through our own crap so to say our own mm-hmm. feelings our own sentiments of, of the week and how treacherous it was in a sense right right like, um it's nothing compared to the world countries right for some of us it's been you know we don't camp all the time so we don't experience <laughs> loss of water by choice um, and so uh clapping is not really our thing and um So after we kind of vented through that, it really was about how can we provide a space for listening to teachers during this time to help them process? Because one thing that I have learned about trauma is that 
people have to deal with trauma. Mm -hmm. If you never deal with the trauma that's happening with you right in front of you every single day, it only grows and creates a person that you don't want to be, but you don't even know you're becoming that person because it's so outside. You can't see, you can't see yourself outside of yourself. Right. And so you don't know that you're becoming this crazy, awful, mean (laughs) person. And so for us, we, in in our agenda, you can see like the must do's, like what are the absolute must? We wrote a list, like what are the things that we just have to do right now? Well, we know testing, there's just some testing pieces at the high school that we just have going on that we have to do. Um, But then we made a a whole other list of what are the things that can wait? Mm. What are the things that can wait till after spring break or after time? I think my goal was for teachers can we, number one, create a space where we can listen to teachers? And so what we did is we have a list of teachers already that we do thank you cards for, just different things for. I'm like, let's go back to our list. Everybody pick four teachers. These are the teachers we're going to connect with every day for for two weeks. And we're going to see where they are for two weeks and just have a touch point. How are you doing? And I told my team, my admin team, and there's uh, seven of us total. Well, we're not all admin, but counselors and support people. Leadership team. team. Mm -hmm. And so I said, if we could just listen to people in the next two weeks and like have a human connection to like, Mm -hmm. hey, do you need water? Can Mm -hmm. I get you lunch? Like, what what is it? I don't even care. Mm -hmm. And I told him, just listen. I don't even care if we're going on ranting on things that you know we can't control. I don't care if they're mad at us. Like, whatever it is, listen, but give them the platform Mm -hmm. to to get it out. Mm -hmm. And I told my team, I said, but I'm going to be honest, you guys, I don't have time to deal with my own stress. (laughs) <laughs> because I'm problem solving mode. I'm a task manager. I'm a task master and I've got things to do. And I've already shut that part of my brain down because I can't deal with it right now, but I'm going to give myself time in spring break. <laughs> and I know that about me to deal with it, but at least but I know myself, reality, right? right? Like that's my reality of being yeah. in leadership and where I need to be. I said, but yeah, there's going to be times in our meetings where we meet where I just need to vent. And if you guys would just listen, which I know you will, and this is always a safe space and we can do that. And so I think as a leader, we just have to be mindful of, how are we protecting our people? Mm-hmm. Because That's right so now awesome. it's about protection. It's mm-hmm. not even about, I can't solve their problems. I can't go to your house and fix your plumbing. I wish I could, but I just can't. <laughs> but I can bring you some water mm-hmm. because I know that you might need some clean water tonight to do dishes or to eat or to drink or whatever. Or I can buy you a meal or whatever it is. And for not just our teachers, but our kids too. So yeah. we started, okay, let's talk to teachers. What do our kids need and how can we connect them to the so, so we've been trying to collect bottle uh, waters and get those out to kids and making home visits and mm-hmm. our face specialist is awesome and helping us with that. Yeah. But Definitely. it's hard. I'd love to say that it wasn't hard and then the weight isn't heavy, but it's heavy. I can feel it. I'm tired. Ugh. I was tired after day one. Day one, yeah. I got home and I was in bed by nine. Yeah. I mean, I was And so that's because we're talking about snowbid. We're not right. even throwing the compounded the, nature of COVID right. Right. Yeah. into the mix. But at some point. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a crash mm-hmm. of sorts, it, or there already has been. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah bef- right before all of y'all got here, Jenny, Jen, um, shared your Jenny. Ins- yeah, I'm Jenny. Jenny Rosas. Jen, Jen Maestra <laughs> shared an Instagram post with me about mm-hmm. it's okay if you're quieter than usual, mm-hmm. and it just re- I'm like I'm so quiet. I'm quiet. In, in just ways that I just I, I discovered I'm like I so, finally I shut up like the, <laughs> like, the that's 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 like 10 months of the pandemic and snow and snow and and hearing my kids being like it's fucking cold in our house like yeah. 
and not finding food. I'm like, I'm so quiet this past week and it's not like me, but I've, I've trying to, I'm trying to understand like where my quietness come from, comes from. And I'm like stuck in between just like Jen described, like, I know that I have it in me. I have the influence. I have the resources to do a lot of good shit for a lot of people. And then I'm in this other space where I'm like, you know, the airplane where you're like, you're putting your mask on. Like, right. My oxygen's not running. Yeah, right. Like I don't have oxygen coming through my mask. So I can't help you get yours on. And so I'm such a relationship person. I'm a, I'm a people builder. Like I will seek you out. And like, I can't seek my teachers out because the compounding things of what you just described, um, Jennifer, that like, what is the must do's like the must do's are outweighing my human connections. They're, they're defeating my identity. They're, I, they're defeating my why to where I'm like, I I'm sitting there for a long time. Like I got a lot of shit done today and talked to no one had no meaningful input mm-hmm. in another human life. Mm-hmm. And so I think schools, teachers are doing the exact same thing where they're doing the work, they're, they're giving kids teaks, they're mm-hmm. providing the intervention and they're like, what was it that was truly authentic about what I did? Mm-hmm. And, and we haven't had like March spring break happened. We haven't had a moment of reflection. Yeah. We haven't had a moment to be like, where am I? Who am I? How have I served even my family? Like right. how, and, and here we are, right? Like 10 months in COVID snowed, And then now we're here this week. And like, I, I know a lot of listeners depend on this to feel connected and to be informed. Um, this community that I'm sitting in right now, like I'm thankful for, like I could not go back tomorrow had I not had today, like dead serious. I could not. Because you're just like, where, where, where do I, where do I get it from to keep going? Because it's so much. And it's just like you described day by day, right? And you're like, the things that are being asked of us as leaders and as teachers and as spouses to keep food on, literally fine fucking bananas. Like we ate burgers on a Tuscan bread from Target. We went to Target. It was empty. Oh there, was no bread. There, there was no bread. There was like no food. one random. I've gone to bread. Trader Joe's and I'm like, just like you said, I'm sitting at the top of privilege where I can get right. my groceries. Exactly. Delivered. I get my groceries delivered. I ran into Trader Joe's and I ran into Whole Foods. And I'm like, I got to use this salad mix for my tacos instead of lettuce because there's no real lettuce. And here I am using the salad mix. Like that's where we're at. We're, we're, we're experiencing food insecurity. We're experiencing uh-huh. um, our basic institutions mm-hmm. that we just think of having as essentials in this country, like clean running water and, and electricity. And, and, in, and for one, I'm like, maybe COVID had to happen first for us to really be able to process the last week because if not I think people would have died yeah I think people would have murdered each other for water and for food but I think we've been conditioned now to where nothing nothing is guaranteed not your health not your freedom to be able to walk around and go to restaurants and go to bars and not even your water and your electricity and so I'm like we were totally socially conditioned to be able to handle that yeah, and, and I think that like led to the the empathy. Yeah, and so it again, empathy doesn't mean that you have to have known what an experience 
that somebody has gone through. It's the emotions that underpin. Right. It just so it's happens that the experiences <laughs> are pretty much the same. So that only adds, I think, to my empathy. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of think of that as like practicing. You know, we've, we've had a lot of practice and we've rewired oh, yeah. some neural pathways. Yeah. We're I'm darn like, good. And then you water? Know, we don't really need that. Then we can figure it we out. We can figure it out. We'll get it together. Guys, I didn't no, shower I for like four <laughs> days. Yeah. You know, and, and, and. Three days, girl. Right? You. Like three maybe days. three days oh, that we did not shower. For real. I did my ass in cold water if that helps. <laughs> no, like, yeah, you have like the little cowboy bath. Like shower, shower. Three days. But I love what you said, Jen, and this goes back to your point, Lindy, too. How important is our support system right now? Like yeah, we're sitting around sure. the table, we're having a glass of wine, enjoying, you know, and just kind of trying to decompress. But what about our families and our, and, that and our listeners that, that don't have that? And that's what so, I love about salt. Mm-hmm. Salt is the place that you can come as an educator. Salt's the place where you can come and you can find fellow educators yeah. that have the same passions as you, yeah. maybe in different contents or maybe in different layers or realms. But this is a place where you can come and you can be uplifted. Yeah. And salt serves such a great purpose in San Antonio in how educators are making that. a difference in the lives of kids. Mm-hmm. And our kids need that support system. Just like teachers mm-hmm. need it, our kids need it. And we have to, we have to be it. Because if it's not us, who is it? I don't know. I don't know. And I, you know, the reason that I showed Jenny that text or that um, post earlier was because I felt like salt's been kind of quiet right now. And it's been a season of just um, regrouping, right. And re-strategizing. And, and in the midst of that, we've come together behind the scenes and thought through like, okay, how are we going to proceed for the next quarter of the year when is it safe to convene in person when is it safe to to do a hybrid are people wanting to do hybrids and we've been having those conversations behind the scenes but I also feel like we're we're um gearing up to to regroup right and to reconnect and I feel like that is that that's right around the corner yes so I I think with the talking behind the scenes of, you know, what should we do salt-wise has been very smart. Uh, I don't know about you, but it goes back to what Chen said earlier of this this sort of hungry or expected um, expectations of trying to be such the best anti-racist leader, yep. the best... Uh, oh, my gosh. Exactly. At everything. Right? At everything. The best at oh. helping your community. That there, the pressure is so immense that I like. Even when yeah. I go on my walks, I've had to no longer put earbuds because the podcast. Like I can't even listen any podcast anymore because it's, it's too much too information. Much. It's and, too much. And that that wow. we made the decision to kind of step away from like giving the knowledge yeah. and expecting. I think was super smart because it goes back yeah. to Jennifer's thing of create, create a platform to listen or yeah. to talk about our feelings. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you, but how many times in your career has somebody said, Oh, we don't have time for feelings. You put those aside and we got to get to work. Right. <laughs> yes. And that's still being told okay. to educators left and right. So I mean, I said it. that today. They should have got a great conference and post conference. Ratings, let's go. Do you see the next one in 20 minutes? Wrap it up. I'm still telling you what you feel. I just can't. 
came from white supremacy culture. That's what I need to be productive. That's what I mean. Tell me that I have deadlines and things and I cannot handle it. But it's not me. Jenny Rosas. No, absolutely not. I would be like, are you? Tell me more. Right. And so do you see? Let me close my laptop. What it's created? Yes. I'm a monster. Yep. I'm a T-test monster. And T-test monsters. I'm a selfie monster. I'm a star monster. But it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't. Right. It doesn't, well, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be that her. way every day, right? No, like, I think right. you can't. I feel like there's like these. Um, I don't. I. This is so random and dumb, and a total. It's, not no, it's a total Tom, divergence it. from topic. But, okay, but I downloaded the app Noom, and I love it. <gasps> I'm ready for Noom. Okay. This is so dumb. Well, well part of the reason this. that I like it is because there's a lot of research in psychology around mm-hmm. the things that they do. And one of the things they talk about are going through like slips and surges where you have like a surge of, you have like the surge of motivation surge of and a surge of like uh, ambition and, and go for it. Right. And then you go through this little slip of like, I'm never going to get there, you know? And I think that that's sort of where I've been is mm-hmm. I feel like we've been in a little bit of a slip where it's like, I got to just take care of me and mine for a second and be quiet and pull back a little bit and like limit my social media. And, and even though I crave connection, it's that connection for me is not serving me well right mm-hmm. now because me. I feel overwhelmed. <laughs> I feel overwhelmed with like I can never keep up. Like I'm never yeah, gonna. Today it's one thing. Tomorrow it's another. Tomorrow thing. it's another well, thing. Like right now, I it's one thing. Be... In five minutes, it's another. Thing. Yeah, and you can't keep oh, up. Yeah, yeah. And so I do feel like, but but I think I know that there's going to be a surge that comes, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's a continuous cycle where mm-hmm. you get quiet for a minute, and then and then you can perk back up yeah. in in a minute. It goes you know? back to the. The nervous system we talked about earlier, you know, parasympathetic, sympathetic, and resilience, or the mirror, excuse me, the, the window of tolerance is right dead in the center of that to be resilient zone. Um, and that's the space we aspire to be. Mm-hmm. But the reality is we don't live in that zone. We're bouncing from, from being numb and just kind of very much tired. And then we'll bounce into the hyper arousal, hyper vigilant stage of. Yeah. Yeah. And so at any point, you don't know what you're going to get. So then comes you guys running schools, dealing with your own emotions, and then your your staff, and then your students. Mm-hmm. Uh, good luck with that. Yeah. You're getting a whole range of emotions all day long, and at any point, like you said, going back to. Um, Someone said, I'm about to go on a spree. It's either a shopping spree or a murder spree. Like, <laughs> you never know. You don't know what you're going to get. It's, it's, but that's where we are. And that's, so how do we name it to tame it so right. we don't actually have the latter spree that we just talked about? 100%. Because I do feel like if I come to the table and say, guys, I can't. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to handle this. And I'm not even sure if I'm mad or if I'm like, I don't even know. But when I start to unpack that with trusted friends, mm-hmm. then I start feeling like the real, the real feeling, mm-hmm. and also a path out of that feeling yeah. where I feel like oh you wait, get the power away. When yeah, you're like but when it's in my head only, yeah, it's dangerous. It's dangerous. So that's why I'm a huge fan of therapy. Yes, <laughs> my mom was a professional counselor, and when I was a kid, and um, that's why you're so years. centered. And she <laughs> you've been counseled your no, whole life. Like my, she just kind of 
but I hated it because she was not <laughs> I just want you to be my mom, not my counselor. Um, but she, no, we had a lifelong so therapist about how even like with my family, my my child goes to therapy. Um, we've done marriage counseling. I've done individual counseling. Though now we have family counseling, and so there's such a big part of finding someone who is a, a professional. I think when we get through trauma, oh, like absolutely. legitimate trauma, that helps us unpack these things because mm-hmm. I think sometimes we don't know what we don't know. So we're experiencing things we don't even know how to name it. Right? Exactly. And I think sometimes as humans, especially as educators and leaders, even we think oh, we should know this. Right. I should know what to call this. But sometimes we just don't, and yeah. that's okay. And I think we have to extend grace to ourselves to yeah. be able to recognize, like, we might not know all the psychology behind it because we're experiencing traumas in ways that have, might not have been experienced for a long time, right? Yeah. I mean, there was the Cold War and the Great Depression. <laughs> <Right. laughs> Things that are way bigger than COVID, yes. right? And yes. want to undermine 100%. You know, generations yeah. of people who live through that. And well, the adverse childhood experiences of the oh, list of 10 oh, on a survey sure. doesn't even take place in the new millennium. This was back in 1990s, right? Yes. But there's no, nothing on there that says involved in a school shooting. I was uh, just going to say there's you nothing know, on the no. ACEs scale that happens in schoolhouses. No. And lots of trauma happens and in schoolhouses. And then like every and single day in our schools across the world, we are re-traumatizing kids inadvertently. Not mm-hmm. because we want mm-hmm. to, just because it's, and then you take what we're experiencing now and it's just happened all over the place. So mm-hmm. I think addressing the trauma is a really big issue. But the bombardment, of, like going back to your agenda, Jennifer makes me think like, it's like, I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm. I'll never know what it's like to principal in a pandemic ever right. Right. teach in a pandemic. And then to have an agenda where you're, where you're having to create it, the bombardment of the items on your task list, mm-hmm. yeah. take over the emotions mm-hmm. that you're experiencing. So you won't be able to name it, right? To tame it. Because this must-do list over here supersedes everything. So how do we shift that as leaders mm-hmm. and frame it in a way where feelings do matter? Mm-hmm. The socio-emotional intelligence and the learning is of the utmost. Um, like, how does that begin to shift? Because we go back to Jenny's comment about, but that's not me. I'm, that's not Jenny Rosas. That's yeah, not right. Like that's not typically me. But I'm, no, I'm, I'm not a T. I'm not a T test monster. Right. I'm actually yeah. quite the contrary. But I have to be the one that. Well, um, I think we can have the good balance. Like I had a conference today with a teacher, and um, you, I had a limited time to do this pre-conference, and <laughs> we spent 25 minutes just talking about snowbed. Yeah, um, and I, I there I wasn't going to stop the conversation. I love it. Like because that yeah. was so needed, nope. right? So and then we went into this. Of course, yeah. I pushed a couple of meetings after that. I'm like, yeah. oh, it is what it is. <laughs> but like, I think we as leaders have that control. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. where we can make the difference. It, 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 these must dos are as big as we make them. I agree. Like no, no. That there's been times where I was doing pre conferences and it went into like this forty minute. Like now, what? Mm-hmm. What is education? How do we like? literally questioning assessments check like guidelines standards teaks like it went that deep so I I don't say that it's time like all right let's go today was just one of those days where I didn't eat lunch life got crazy but I think I think people know that I am really radical in the way that I think and I am not just like Jen I'm I don't think that there's 
two two ways. Like it's not left or right. It's not black or white. There's so much more gray than there's black and white. Yeah, Yeah. in our world, it is. I mean, it's but but see what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, I've had some conversations that. What about you? Veronica, but Veronica's quiet. I know. I'm taking it all in. No, but yeah, I'm just listening because I, I had that exact um, scenario today where I'm talking with a teacher, t test, post conference, right? And I literally had 10 minutes allotted for this conversation because I had another meeting to go to. Mm-hmm. And it got into. What can I do? Um, I, you know, just different topics, right? She wanted to talk, and I kept the conversation going because I felt it was what was needed mm-hmm. in that moment. Yeah. I mean, especially after this last week, teachers definitely need to know we're there for them. What can we help you with? You're not just another um, person on this campus, right? Another just, like just random. Yeah. Just, random teacher on this campus no you mean something to me I care about you that you are important to me to this campus and you need to know it and so um you know I did just like what you did push the other meetings back just mm-hmm. to keep the conversation going because that That's in the moment important. felt important to me mm-hmm. awesome. needed to happen mm-hmm. That's so good and I think right now we need to do what what we're not good at doing. And I should speak for myself as a leader. <laughs> like, I don't have time to listen. Yeah. No. I'm so task-oriented. And I have to really retrain mm-hmm. myself right now to, mm-hmm. like, listen mm-hmm. and not get by- bothered by that. Like, I know you're busy, but yeah. <laughs> I see that you're I eating. That you're on a Zoom. But I'm going to your inter- right yeah. I know this is your whole chore. Right. <laughs> right. And not 100% of the time. You, like, hey, how can I help you? How can I make your day better? right and and that's hard it's hard and I think like to me too like I always connect like when you're talking too because I am very task oriented I'm very north you're not a gold she's in true colors I'm orange yeah you are you are yeah that's more like to have fun but gets the job done <laughs> right. Right. I have the shit to do wolf lot for yeah right I have that. I I need to do this shit first. I I can't. I'm very task oriented. I am very much about a list, and I will Mm -hmm. check it out. And so that's. um, It takes a lot for me to put that aside Mm -hmm. and say, "What can I help you with? What do you need?" And that goes to show you what the COVID gods have created, right? Right? Mm -hmm. Is hey, just want to stop the world for a minute mother nature speaking mm-hmm. let's give pause let's let's take into account what what matters to what's important yeah and it's uh, it's shifted a lot of personality traits mm-hmm. uh to really bring things to the forefront right mm-hmm. yeah um, yeah like i'm quiet sort of <laughs> <laughs> quieter connecting with people which mm-hmm. really I've never really done before or never really been good at it mm-hmm. I should say never allowed yourself yeah, right right it. and so this has really made me um be better at that yeah I think 
I don't feel like I am doing enough yeah. in my community yeah. of giving all the stuff. And then I have to take a step back and recognize I lost my job. My mom exactly. died. And some of our parents are not with us. Yeah, that's right. And it's and it hasn't even been a year. No, yeah, it hasn't even been a year, and we didn't get to say goodbye the way we wanted to say goodbye. No, not at all. It's it's it's, you capitalize on those issues, and you think how do you how do you? I think give yourself permission to say I I am. Doing the best I can. You just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think you'll ever give yourself permission. Mm-hmm. I think you just have to jump in. Right. Yeah. Like hold feet, jump in the water in the pool. Yeah. Like, you know, it's gonna and be just cold. be okay. Like I'm it's doing a, the day best day that day I day can. Day. I think I think really early on I I overcame and I knew like the the bold face lies. Bold face lie, I'm not enough. Like I'm like, that's bullshit. That's I am so enough. I'm loved. I am worth all of it. I am worthy. I am perfectly made. I am enough. Now, like I'm hearing this, like the biggest lie that I'm telling myself now is I'm not doing, doing enough. Yeah. The right. I'm enough, I, I am enough. I'm not. But doing now I'm like enough. I'm obsessed with productivity. I'm obsessed yep. with like, can I like, how am I serving the community? Mm-hmm. Am I doing enough donations? Can I did yep. I get enough bottled water enough to my students? All these things that I've that I've done, and it's like. I don't know if it's social media. I don't know it if it's is. my pressure. It I, don't is. Know I, really I literally do not know where I come from. And then it's like motherhood is a whole nother layer of like, I'm not doing enough. Cause I'm like, my kids watch all the TV. We were so <laughs> TV limited. We didn't do YouTube. And it's like, and you want to watch, you want to watch hunting Bigfoot? You can be on season six because I have a call. I have a call. I had a call to 7.30. You can watch watching the all you want. I'm not kidding. It's like there are no more. The, the boundaries and parentheses are gone. Yep. Parameters. I Honestly, the other day, my son built a dragon's head. But it wasn't because it's creative. It's just because no one no one is watching or, or like, no one's monitoring him. So he can just, like, paint the entire living room green. And we're just like, that's really creative, son. <laughs> That's great. And then we go on. I'm serious. I'm, no, like, I'm not it. doing enough as a parent. This weekend, I was it. like, we're going to Enchanted Rock. I don't care. We all find joy. It's our place. When we're all outside yeah. hiking, mm-hmm. nothing matters. Right. Yep. We're, we're poking shit in the ground. <laughs> we're, I'm serious. I literally am like, I cannot believe that I would be so centered like on this dirt mm-hmm. path. I can't believe right. it. Yeah. I'm shocked. Like, not, I don't even know. Where's my phone? Who cares? I don't know where my phone That's is. The gift, the coach I don't right? take pictures. Mm-hmm. I don't take pictures. None of it. I don't take a book. I'm just, no music. We're just like in silence, the crunch of leaves. And my kids are like poking shit. But so I'm like, we got to get to Tin Rock. But it's a lie again. Like I'm not doing enough as a mom. Mm-hmm. I haven't talked to my mom in three days. That's way too long, right? I'm not doing enough as a daughter. Like that's my, that's my new lie is that I'm not doing enough. Yeah. So I think for me, that ended <laughs> like I'm done with that. <laughs> yeah, because you know your brain can only hold so much. So right. the one thing about being a leader that I will always recommend is the more you know about yourself, the better leader you are. Yeah, yeah. You, right. <clears throat> the more you know about what you can handle, what you can't handle, what your weaknesses and your strengths are. And I resigned myself to that a long time ago because I knew that I didn't have the emotional capacity to deal with it if I kept trying to lift up to these expectations that were just not realistic and not attainable. Yeah. So I think the sooner you can come to that realization that like 
if you can just give me your best, and this is why I tell my teachers, can you just give me your best every day? Right. Knowing that today's best might yeah. be very different than tomorrow's best. Absolutely. But that's okay. But that your best for that day is what I want. And as long as you're giving me your best, then I'm gonna be okay. That we're all gonna be okay. Because that's the extent and as much exertion that you can give emotionally, physically, intellectually, creatively, in all of these realms. Um, and I think we have to support each other and, and uplift each other in those ways. Mm-hmm. Knowing that when you're not at your peak, it's okay because somebody else yeah, is gonna That's right. And yeah. we're gonna be in this together. We're yeah. gonna lock arms. And we're going to carry the weight of the world literally on our shoulders. And we're going to get through this successfully. And one of the things that I will not budge on is we're survivors. Yes. Yes. We are, we are fighters. We're survivors. We are not going to let Snowvid, COVID, anything else. Cheers, y'all. Bring us down. We're just not, we're not made that way. And we're women. Like we, we certainly, we, all we do is look for resources and and, and ways to solve problems. Right. And so, um, so I'm super confident and, and, and very comforted in that, that if I'm giving my best, that's all I can do. I'm not going to, comp- I'm going to stop comparing myself to everybody else. Hey, if that person has a capacity to do it, well, that's great, but they're not a damn high school principal. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> so you want to go there, great, four hours, I'm going to bow down Get to it. you and what you can do. But me, I can't go there. Well, yeah. I think that's, I don't whole, really, yeah. go ahead. I don't compare myself really. I just compare my kids. <laughs> <laughs> but I still read, I've read her stuff. Um, still read. I still I read that it. sentence. I still read. I still read. It wasn't good, but I read it. Rachel Hollis once said, oh, this is the only like one girl. girl. Don't, get me started. Don't get me started on her. Um, stealing other people's ideas. Um, yeah. She said, um, death is a comparison. No, comparison is the killer of joy. All right. She probably it's still said something too, yeah. but. We'll, we'll give her credit. Say it again. I'm sorry. Death is a comparison of joy. Comparison is mm. no. comparison is the killer of joy. Comparison is the killer of joy. <laughs> Something. Right. Huh? Yeah. One yeah. thing that Rachel Hollis said a I'm long say, time ago makes total sad. sense. I got double said. I got said. But you got it, didn't you? Like double said is all crazy. But I'm in the news there. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Bottom line: stop comparing yourself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Y'all, yeah, I have mm-hmm. some good news. Awesome. Our blizzards are here. Woo-hoo! That's our cue, guys. We yeah. gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> we love you. And we want you to own your feelings and know that you're not the only one feeling the way you feel. And more importantly, you won't feel that way forever. Um, feelings are fleeting. They really are. Um, and then 
just the title, like name entertainment, like maybe I can't tame it right now. Like what I'm feeling, I can't tame it right now, but that's okay. I will find myself and I will, I will. You know, one of my favorite things that I keep diving deep into after doing training after training with Brene Brown is, (laughs) is the circle back. Mm -hmm. I've never utilized that uh, strategy so much this past year than circle back. We don't give a lot of credence to that because, and I don't know about you guys, but anytime you get into any sort of tiff or struggle or verbal altercation with somebody, if you hold back and you don't say anything, you come back three months later and say, hey, Jen, you know, you were saying something a few months ago and I really wanted to say, and somebody said, well, girl, you should have said we had a chance kind of thing. We we weren't taught Mm -hmm. the art of circling back, being able to say, you know, hey, Jen, are you pissed? And Jen comes back and says, you know, I'm not sure what I am. I'm not, I don't think I'm pissed, but I don't really know what I'm feeling, but let me get back and circle back. Yeah. But I know I'm not in a space to carry on a conversation right now. For sure. Because I could injure. Yeah, uh, sure. Do yeah. injury. So I think, yeah, for sure. just the idea of circling back, just like mm-hmm. you're talking about, is a really valuable yeah. tool. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me greatly and not get caught up in the, I have to tell somebody right now how I'm feeling and what my words have discomfort are no you can mm-hmm. hold on to that and process yourself yeah yeah well and it normally works out best it sure mm-hmm. does yeah everybody in space and, and room back room. yeah 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 but i love that i'm gonna to take that advice yeah to doing it with yourself like in circle back when you're with somebody else but like let me circle back to that ain't mm-hmm. no circle back no i think that's really good advice advice I probably need to take because I, I have the opposite affliction of like, I'm going to tell you exactly what's on my mind right now. And I'm going to regret that three <laughs> days from now. <laughs> no, I'm still, still going to do it. I'm still going to do it. That's me. I don't want to regret this, but I'm going to say it anyway. So I'm going to yeah. take that advice, Lizzie. Thank you. And thank you for coming to join us oh, tonight. I'm so glad I did. I really, I this time. really cannot tell you how much I appreciate you. I'm Jen Maestas, and you're listening to Miseducation. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.